welcome to another episode of my podcast. I bring you the good news of Jesus. In this episode, I want to talk about resurrection and life. What a wonderful time to bring this word to you in the season of Easter. Happy Easter. In the book of Mark chapter 9 verse 31, the Bible says, For he taught his disciples, this was speaking of Jesus, and said unto them, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of men, and they shall kill him. And after that he is killed, he shall rise the third day. Now, I want to say that one of the amazing things about Jesus Christ, one of the amazing things about the Christian faith, is the fact that the death of our God is and the resurrection is incomparable. There is no resurrection apart from Christ. He had said he was going to die and he was going to rise the third day. And the scripture confirms to us that this happened. This happened. There is no other religion. There is no other faith. There is no other story. There is no other history that revolves around this except for the person of Jesus. There is no resurrection apart from Christ. And there is no eternal life apart from Christ. It is in the Christian faith that we have eternity in heaven. That is where we have eternal life. Now, the story of Jesus' death and resurrection can be found in the Synoptic Gospels. You begin from Matthew to John. You're going to find each person gave an account of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Matthew gave his account. If you look at Matthew uh, 27 through to 28, chapter 27 and 28, You'll find Matthew's account, the death and resurrection of Jesus. If you go to the book of Mark, Mark from chapter 14 through to chapter 16 also talks about it. If you go to the book of Luke, Luke 24 from verses 1 to 53. And then if you go to the book of John, we're going to take a look at John chapter 18 through to verse, uh, chapter 20. Now, there's a lot about the death and resurrection of Jesus which if we start reading these scriptures this podcast is not going to end i'm just going to pick a few of that story now we saw how jesus sat you know at the feast at the last feast or the last supper as it's called as it's called with the disciples and he had said to them people of god somebody's going to betray me right we all are going to be offended tonight and then before we knew it prophecy was fulfilled Judas Iscariot had gone out and you know sold his master to you know to, to to the enemies you know and at the end of the day they came they took Jesus and the proceedings started from there just think about like a, a court setting right think about a court setting you have somebody who is called an offender he has to appear before the judge he appears before the judge whatever judgment is met you know uh, it's going to be given to such person and then this was jesus that was placed side by side with one of the hardened criminals of those times and the people started yearning they started saying you know what give us barnabas give us barnabas give us barnabas and then our lord and savior jesus had to go to the cross had to go to the cross now Going to the cross of Jesus is very significant for us as Christians. Now, Easter is not just a time to sit back and, you know, do a lot of feasting. Why that is good, why that is encouraged, Easter is a time to reflect. 
we've got to reflect on the price that Jesus paid for us. While we, while it is good to celebrate it, right? While it is great to celebrate the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, it's a time for us to reflect. It's a time for us to look at the sacrifice of Jesus, how He went to the cross. Bible makes us understand that He placed upon Him the crown of thorns. You know, there were a lot of things that were, was done to him. They whip him, you know, they whip him with his scourge. They did all of those things. And then at the end of the day, when he was on the cross, he gave up the ghost and he shed his blood on the cross. Jesus shed his blood on the cross. And in John chapter 11, verse 25, there was a story when Lazarus had died. This, was, this happened in Bethany. When Jesus was with Mary and Martha, right? So Jesus was in, you know, Bethany, Lazarus has died. And then in chapter, in John level 25, said, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I am the resurrection and the life. Remember, there is no resurrection apart from Christ. Growing up as a young person, I've heard different stories of people, certain people who believe in certain gods, certain people who, you know, uh, make up certain idols, and they want to replicate what Jesus did. Growing up, I heard stories of such, and then such person cannot, or such person did not, did not resurrect. Why? Because the key of death and life is in the hand of Jesus. The key of death and life is in the hand of Jesus. And that is why in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55, they say, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Where is thy victory? So, Easter is a season where we've got to, you know, uh, reflect on the blood sacrifice of Jesus that made atonement for our sin, for our sin. Now, I'm going to read to us uh, Matthew chapter 27. Matthew 27. Uh, there's, there's a wonderful story there in Matthew 27. Remember, this revolves around the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Matthew 27, verse 50 and 51. Verse 50 and 51. Now, this was after all has been said and done, he was on the cross. Verse 50, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, scripture says, yielded of the ghost. That means he died. All right. 51 says, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain. The veil of the temple was destroyed from top to the bottom, and the earth did quick, and the rocks rent. Now, I'm going to pay a little bit, at- a little attention to the veil that was torn. Now, the veil that was torn. Now, remember in the times of the old, in the Old Testament, you had the priest who goes into the holies of holies. All right, the priest goes into the holies of holies make atonement for the sin of people and whenever he goes there you know what you know, put a chain around his neck around his leg i mean you know so that when he walks they just want to have an indication that the priest is alive all right so as he walks when they hear those noise they could say oh the priest is alive if something happens and the priest dies in the holies of holies it's going to, just going to be pulled out with the same chain right so what happened now in the there are two there were two rooms a room theologians explain that there are, there's a room called the holy place that is the fourth before you get to the holies of holies you have a room that is called the holy place theologians established that and they also said the second room is the holies of holies itself 
Now, theologians believe that in the holy in the holy place, which is the first room, that there are three things there. There are three items there. Number one, the lampstand. The lampstand. The lampstand. Now, what does the lampstand uh, symbolize? The lampstand symbolizes light. It symbolizes knowledge and guidance found in the scriptures. Symbolizes knowledge and guidance found in the scripture. The second thing that is found in the holy place is the table of shewbread. Table of shewbread. Now, this is a reminder to Israel how God continuously provides for the twelve tribes of Israel. All right. So it was a reminder of God's provision. And then the third thing that was found in the holy place is the ever burning incense altar, which symbolizes prayer. Now. In the holies of holies itself, you have the Ark of Covenant, the Ark of Covenant, which embodies the presence of God. Now, as soon as Christ died, the veil was torn. Then we have we had access. That means you and I do not no longer require a material medium to get to Christ. That means that whosoever, wherever anyone is, you can just ask for that blood and torment of Jesus upon your life. And you are whole and you are cleansed. Now, Jesus, as I as I said in as the Bible said in John 11 25, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. So it is not just story that he died and resurrected. That is the significance of our faith. The blood that was shed for us, it gave us access. It gave us access. It gave us access into God. It gave us access to become children of God. In book of 1 Corinthians 15, 20-22, Bible says, But now is Christ risen from the dead. Hallelujah. Today is the resurrection Sunday. Christ rose from the dead. He said, And become the first fruits of them that slept. He said, For since by man came death. Remember the story of Adam. That was where the door to sin you know, was opened. He said, By man also came the resurrection of the dead. Through the first man, Adam, came death. Through the last man, Jesus, came the resurrection of the dead. Hallelujah. He said, For as in all die, for as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. See, the blood sacrifice of Jesus, the death and resurrection of Jesus has given us life. Has given us life. First Peter 1 verse 3. Say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Had it been Christ did not resurrect, then our faith would have no substance. Had it been Christ did not resurrect, then we can't be here talking about Christian faith. You know, the Christian faith is hinged on the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Because that is what gave us life. That is what, that is what delivered us from the power of sin, Satan, and hell. And now, how does this, you know, what's the consequence on our life? How should we reciprocate this sacrifice of Jesus? Romans 8, 11. said, but if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, Say, he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So, we've got to allow the infilling and the indwelling of the Holy Ghost in our lives. We've got to let the presence of God truly embody our lives. 
says, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, Bible says he will quicken our mortal bodies. He will give us access. It will connect us to the throne of grace. So we've got to let that quickening spirit, which is the Holy Ghost, to quicken our hearts. Now, and in Romans chapter 14, verse 9, he said, For this end, to this end, Christ both died, rose, and revived, that he might be the Lord, both of the dead and the living. Oh my God, what a wonderful sacrifice. Hallelujah, he is risen. He is risen. Mary Magdalene went to the tomb, you know, seeking to anoint the dead body, the dead, dead body of Jesus. But alas, our Savior and Master Jesus was no longer in the tomb because death cannot hold him captive. <laughs> Hallelujah. Death could not hold him captive. Death could not hold him captive. He has the victory. And now, what's another consequence on our lives as believers? 1 Corinthians 15, 53 to 57. He said, For this corruptible must put on incorruption. He says, And this mortal must put on immortality. Now, he said, When this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall he be brought to then shall he be brought to pass, saying, Death is swallowed up in victory. So, as we continue to journey in life, we've got to remember Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Once you have Jesus, you have life. Once you have Jesus, every good thing that has died in your life would also resurrect because our Christ, our God, resurrected from the dead. Verse 57 of 1 Corinthians 15, it said, But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God who gives us victory through Jesus Christ. I'm going to close this podcast with a chorus um, of uh, a song where I call it, I think it's a song by Phil Wickham. I'm going to close with the chorus to that song. It says, Hallelujah. Praise the one who sets me free. Say, Hallelujah. Death has lost its grip on me. Say, you have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. So, you've got to remember this at every point in your life, not just during the season of Easter. You've got to always be thankful to Christ who sets you free. I've got to be thankful to Christ who sets me free because death has lost its grip on me. The power of sin, Satan, and hell has lost its grip on me. Christ has broken every chain. Broken every chain of darkness, broken every chain of sin, because there is salvation in the name of Jesus. Are you listening to me today? And you have not given you, you have not submitted yourself to Jesus. You have not given your life to Christ. Oh my goodness! What a wonderful time to surrender to Him. What a wonderful time to give your all to Him right away, right away. So if you are here, you yet to give your life to Christ, or you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, can you just bow down your heart and say, Lord Jesus? forgive me of my sins lord jesus forgive me of my sins let your blood that you shed on the cross of calvary let it blot out my sin in the name of jesus i have been delivered from my sin the name of jesus my name is written in the book of life the name of jesus the blood of jesus has washed away my sin jesus writes my name in the book of life jesus writes my name in the book of life accept you today as my lord and my personal savior if you are rededicating your life say lord i rededicate my life to you 
you are my lord and my personal savior come into my life dwell with me for in jesus mighty name amen if you said that prayer i want to say congratulations you made the best decision in life there is a rejoicing in heaven over you hold fast remain in god find a bible believing church join a bible believing church and the lord will bless you amen happy easter family jesus is the resurrection and the life amen Thank you.